0: Hello and welcome to the Q York podcast. It's great to have you with us today, and we hope that as you listen, you'll be inspired as we continue on our shared quest together. This podcast is entirely free, and yet it's not cheap to put together and wouldn't be possible without the generosity of our supporters. So, if you consider yourself a supporter of Q, then please head to qyork.co.uk and hit donate to show your support today, because there really is no Q without you. Thank you and enjoy today's message.
1: Hey everybody, lovely to get the opportunity to talk to you again, even though we uh, cannot personally be together at this time. Uh, I want to do something a little different this week. in breaking down what i want to talk to you about into some smaller segments so let me know how it goes let me know how it works for you and uh, we'll see what's the best way forward as we uh, continue to negotiate ourselves through these um, these uh, lockdown times that we're in so i want to talk to you uh, about something that i've entitled barbarians to bureaucrats The uh, substance of the title will become more evident as we progress through this little journey, so don't worry about that too much at the moment, but uh, you will see how that applies to every one of us, not just on a a corporate, um, uh, local, national, international, uh, governmental, uh, business level, but also in uh, our own personal lives and how we uh, express what we might call our, our uh, Christianity. But what I want to talk to you today in starting this is about something I think is of critical importance um, for every one of us and is probably foundational to us understanding the journey of barbarians to bureaucrats. And that is this, that, that purpose is to the human spirit as water is to the body. Um, in the same way that the human body cannot survive long without water, the human spirit cannot stay alive long without purpose. Um, if you do just a cursory research of, of the consequence of going without water, you will mostly pull up that the, the suggested length of time that you and I can live without Uh, without water our bodies being without water is about three days now that varies a little bit on environment and um, levels of activity Um, and one or two more things but by and large uh, the 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 time that you can survive that your body can survive without water is just three days so i question then how long can the human spirit um stay alive without purpose um and if the human spirit can't stay alive long without purpose then then is that is that a better explanation of what we mean by the term spiritual death um than perhaps we have Uh, being given in the context of it being being the result of some perceived separation from a divine being. Maybe, Maybe spiritual death is more to do with separation from purpose than it is this perceived separation from a divine being. Therefore, purpose becomes extremely important in the context of the inner survival, the spiritual survival of every single one of us as human beings. That there are there are, without doubt a lot of people walking around with dehydrated spirits because they no longer have a clear sense of purpose. And maybe that's you today. Um, I think we're all familiar with this sense of we don't quite know what it is, but I would suggest to you that what that thing is that we're not quite sure what it is that we ta- start walking around with is... Is the feeling of a dehydrated spirit that no longer we no longer have a clear sense of of, of purpose, and uh, if we're paralleling that with um, with the human body and its need for hydration with water, then then the truth is that if we become dehydrated in spirit, inner death is the unavoidable outcome. Uh, I do find it fascinating. Uh, as I do many of these things, because the way my, my mind works, the the resurrection story is one that uh, has the resurrection occurring uh, after three days, and uh, you know it sets me thinking that if the human body cannot survive long without water, and that and that length of survival is three days, and then you need you need a resurrection then here's another wonderful indicator that that resurrection is something that we need if we become dehydrated in our spirits of purpose. We need a resurrection to occur. There's the symbolic thing there that that after three days comes resurrection. We need a resurrection. Um, Now, let me say... In the context of understanding purpose, just because we do something purposefully does not mean we live with purpose. So you can go to your job and do something purposefully. You know, you can crank out the washers on the machine or whatever it is that that your job might be, uh, or even, or even uh, you can you can do things purposefully in terms of looking after your kids or 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 building your home or or trying to be a father or a mother or any of those things. You, you can do it very purposefully, but, but it doesn't mean we live life with purpose. And uh, sometimes having done those things, what we are left with in our in inside and in terms of our well-being and our and our, our vision and purpose and dream and life and 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 fulfillment are not what we would like them to be, even though we've done something purposefully. So just because we do something purposefully does not mean we live life with purpose. One can do something purposefully and yet live without purpose. Do you get that? Do you see where I'm coming with that? Now, there's a little equation that's helped me tremendously in understanding what purpose produces... Uh, And therefore how I can recognise in my life what is not the product of purpose. So, So I know I am fully hydrated in spirit by observing that purpose produces passion, which produces a joyful life, which produces a sense of release or fulfillment see that first thing purpose produces passion which produces a joyful life which produces a sense of release and fulfillment now opposite to that if i observe that i am performing tasks okay a task is something which you perform that produces duty which is what you fulfill And that leads to resentment and that leads to judgment. So the ultimate objective measure of whether my life is hydrated with purpose is do I finish up in the place of judgment or do I finish up in the place of fulfillment? Do I finish up with a joyful life or do I finish up with a resentful life? Because those are the measurements that tell me whether I am living with purpose or whether I am simply living performing task. So purpose produces passion. Not not the other way around, which is interesting. I would have said that if you're passionate, that that's where you get your purpose from. But but some people who by nature are bubbly and outgoing and fulfill and on the go and excited and and seemingly excited and going, and not necessarily full of purpose. That's part of the, just the way they express themselves, because passion doesn't produce purpose. Its purpose, though, will also produce passion, and sometimes that passion is quiet. It's an inner confidence. It's an inner belief, not necessarily a loud outward. We, we've said, you know, passion has to be loud and vocal, and, but it's not always that, and sometimes that can mask the fact uh, that that a person is lacking purpose. <clears throat> so purpose produces passion and that passion produces a joyful life. There's a good measure. And that produces a sense of release and a sense of fulfilment. The task is what you perform. You perform the task. The task is that which you perform. We can all do that. Duty is that which you fulfil. So task leads to duty. That which you perform uh, leads to that which you fulfill, but when that's not purpose and passion, all that that leads us to is resentment. We, We resent what we're doing, we resent why we're having to do it, we resent that others are not doing it, we resent that this is the situation we're in, the life that we've got, the income we have, uh the The situation we 're in and all that stuff, and then that leads to judgment of you know whose fault it is and who 's to blame and why and well so, so can you see the difference? I know i 'm fully hydrated when purpose produces passion, which produces joyful life, which produces release and fulfillment, rather than knowing that I am dehydrated on purpose, when everything 's become a task by which I fulfil it through a duty that leaves me with resentment and uh, makes the end result judgment. Now, in the Old Testament, uh, there's a tremendous story, a a book that's called the book of Nehemiah. And uh, I would say go and have a read of it because I think the book of Nehemiah is a great uh, exponent in in its storytelling of uh, what purpose will do. As opposed to what task does, and uh, Nehemiah in in the story he, he is he is a Jew and he is an exile from home, uh, in a, in a country that's not his own, and uh, he took on the challenge to rebuild a broken down deserted city that should have been his dwelling place should have been his inheritance should have been his heritage. But wasn't because he was exiled from where he was supposed to be. Uh, maybe you can relate to that feeling. Uh, uh, Nehemiah had not even been involved in the decisions and circumstances that led to his exile and slavery, and the destruction of his home. This was something he came into not because he had predetermined to be in this situation. And maybe also you feel that today that 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 um, what put you in the situation you're in was not. Totally due, or even at all due, to your decisions um, uh, and your involvement, but you found yourself in this place that somehow has meant destruction of where you potentially, probably, and possibly, or ought, ought to be. Um, but the outworking of purpose in 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 Nehemiah's life would all depend. Listen to this. Would all depend on the way he saw rubble this is the cleverness of the story he is going back to a place that all he can see is destruction failure brokenness um hopelessness he talks about it talks about the uh, the spaces being overrun and occupied by jackals you <laughs> know kind of giving you this idea that um uh what should be the place of his dwelling uh has become so wild and unoccupied that uh you know it's the jackals and the wild beasts that uh, that wander around there uh, these images work for me because i'm i'm artistic creative i hope they work for you too and that's kind of saying this this is the place that he was having to deal with um But as I said to you, the outworking of purpose in his life would all depend on the way he saw the rubble. He was going to visit a situation where what he would see would be more more rubble than, than reality. Or maybe that's the wrong word. Maybe the rubble was the reality. And that part of seeing that, what you what needs to exist does not exist in the form it should exist might be a good way to put it uh, maybe seeing that first is 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 that's the reality and the reality is the rubble but it's how you see the rubble that will will determine whether you are approaching the challenge of life with purpose or whether you've now been gripped by task. So, what's interesting from that story, and as you read it, you'll see what happens. We might say a little more about it in a future a future little talk. But it was more popular than ever. Uh, sorry, it, it, it's more popular than ever now. And considered high-end to build using reclaimed material. That's just a fact of, of, of modern life. Uh, That's a posh, intelligent way of saying you took the rubble from what had collapsed, been demolished or destroyed and used that as the material in the building of something new, a new dream, a new life. The rubble of the past becomes the material from which you build the future. If I had known that We have all said at some time, if I had known then what I know now, I would have done things differently. But listen to me, you didn't and you wouldn't, but now you can. We'll pick this up again in our next talk. Have a blessed day and I look forward to catching up with you again.
0: Thanks for listening to another Q York podcast.